Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing? You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's Geico.com. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. They're not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331 Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. I just think at times it's boring football. That's all. This is Dan Patrick. Hour two on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. If you're just joining us, we uh, took apart the Houston Texans, just like Kansas City did in the first hour of the show. Mike Leach, new head coach at Mississippi State, will join us. You know, must-see TV this year is the Egg Bowl between Mississippi and Mississippi State and uh, Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin versus Mike Leach. So we'll talk to Mike Leach coming up. David Pollock, ESPN College Football Analyst, will join us in a little bit. We will get ready, preview the national title game, Clemson at LSU. And, yes, it is Clemson at LSU in New Orleans. DeForest Buckner of my 49ers, great defensive lineman, will join us coming up. As well. 877 3DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Packer fans, we have something for you. Seaton, can I tell them about this? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can. Okay. If they go to the website, it's not up there yet. Oh, it's not up there yet. Okay. All right. I'm going to maybe I tease it for tomorrow or later today. I would say later today. Okay. Later today, I got a surprise for you on the website. I got a new T-shirt for you, Packer fans. This one's up there with uh, Aaron Says Relax. Uh, The other one where he uh, shovels his own snow. We got another one for you. Because if you were picking up what he was saying, the microphones picked this up on TV. We have a new T-shirt for you Packer fans just in time for this weekend's game against the 49ers. Yes, Paulie. From the people who brought you Shovel Your Own Snow. Oh, also, Kansas City Chiefs fans, uh, your Patrick Mahomes T-shirts are still up there if you go to the website. And uh, we got it. The uh, Packer one's a lot of fun. It's uh, simple but uh, cute. I think you'll like it. Go to danpatrick.com. Uh, poll question, McLovin, what do you have for me? Well, we haven't set one yet. Uh, I have a few that I have not pitched you yet. Okay, who is 
the most unstoppable weapon left in this playoffs, non-quarterback. Who's the guy? Is Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Devontae Adams, or Derrick Henry? And I'm taking Terry Hill off because he's a little bit banged up. But who are those oh, guys? Okay. Interesting. Well, I can't. I didn't want to. I had one guy from each team, and I wanted to put Kelsey because he was so good the other day. Terry Hill is amazing too, but. Or you could rephrase it. Who's more unstoppable, Travis Kelsey or George Kittle? Who's the best tight end in football right now? That's a coin flip. Um, but Derrick Henry is the most unstoppable. Can he keep this up, sort of moving forward too, or is it just? I, I, I have to believe that any defense facing the Titans is not worried about Ryan Tannehill beating them with his arm. Although he's got a high quarterback rating, and he is – you just don't want mistakes. If, if he's mistake-free and you're going to get mileage out of Derrick Henry, then you can stay in that game. Because this comes back to, can I keep you off the field? How long can I keep you off the field? And that's where you want Patrick Mahomes to come on the field – and he knows that he's got to produce because you're going to get the ball back and you're going to control the clock. If you can make him nervous that way, which is saying a lot, you know, and this is a team that's got to go back on the road. I mean, you've beaten New England. You've beaten Baltimore. You can't be afraid of anybody, nervous with anybody. But this is a different team than you faced in New England and you faced with the Ravens because this passing attack is different than anybody else's passing attack. Lamar Jackson led the NFL in touchdown passes because Patrick Mahomes missed time with injuries this year. But that offense is as quick striking as you've seen in quite some time. So much so it can be the detriment of that defense because that defense has to go back out there. And if you pound them and you, you make them stay on the field a long time, you accomplish two things. You wear out that defense. So when Have you ever noticed when a pitcher gets stronger later in the game? You know, Kurt Schilling used to do this all the time. Randy Johnson, Roger Clemens. The the later the game went on, the better they got, the harder they threw, the more dominating. And that's what happens with a running attack because you just wear down the defense. And then Derrick Henry is even more of a beast. But you also keep Mahomes off the field. And both it's a, it, Does it surprise you the Titans are seven-point underdogs and the Packers are seven-point underdogs? It did me because I thought, okay – maybe the Packers would be five-and-a-half-point underdogs and that the Titans might be an eight-point underdog. But it, if it's going to be a one-possession game, hey, sign me up. I'm, I'm all in for that. Yes, McLovin. Aaron Rodgers is a seven-point yeah. dog to Jimmy Garoppolo? That's really surprising me. How many times has Aaron Rodgers been a seven-point underdog in his career? Maybe, uh, maybe Stats Inc. can uh, help us. And we also proposed the following. North Dakota State won another national title. Is, is this uh, Division Two? One double A. One double A. FCS. Okay. I don't know what categories we have, divisions, subdivisions, cul-de-sacs, all those things. North Dakota State versus Rutgers for the right to play in the Big Ten. Yeah, Paul. I talked to my guy on the desert, Montreal Max. He yeah. used to work at the Stardust. Yeah. He broke down the numbers. He said, based on power rankings – they, they can slot North Dakota State power rankings in yeah, there. Yeah. They're around the, the level of a Boise State or Michigan State in Division One, So they're a you know upper third team, upper half team in, in Division One. They would be on a neutral 
field a 21-point favorite versus Rutgers. <laughs> That's his best estimate. Based off, like if Michigan State were playing Rutgers. Yeah. So the your, wow. your Bison, our Bison, yeah. would clean up Rutgers. Fritzy's Rutgers team. If you're the Big Ten and you could get North Dakota State. Well, see, you know, the reason why Rutgers got in there, that somehow somebody thought, you know, people in New York care, New York City care about college football, which they don't. Uh, you might have, you know, f- you know, people who graduated who go to New York City and then they go to sports bars. Like you'll go to a Wisconsin sports bar, but they don't care about college football there. But, hey, Rutgers, we're going to get – the New York Times is going to cover the Big Ten. Yes, McClellan. But you can't look at players in the NFL from Rutgers because the entire squad graduates straight to the Patriots roster. So there's about 50 Rutgers players in the NFL. Well, Belichick goes there for every graduation. Yeah. And then he just takes them as they come off yeah, yeah. the podium. Was his, said, come on in. Was his kid there or something like I that? Think he, I think his son, one of his, his oldest son, I think, does he have two sons? I yeah, know. I have six Rutgers players on Patriots right now. Uh, a couple of uh, best and worst tweets. Uh, best, Ryan Tannehill, one game away from going back to Miami, this time for a Super Bowl. The worst, Pete Carroll, Bill O'Brien not going for it on fourth and one. Someone get them analytics professionals. They may have them. Who knows? Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Worst of the weekend, Adam Sandler not nominated for an Oscar. Come on. I know. I just saw that. Uh, the best was the surprise Hall of Fame nods on uh, live TV with Bill Cower and Jimmy Johnson. Uh, that was well done. They did a great job. Nice uh, live TV moment. Yes. Yes, Eden. I think I don't think Uncut Gems didn't get a single nomination. Not one for the whole movie. Um, that's, that's disappointing. It is. Yeah, it's disappointing. Best actor, Antonio Banderas, Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Joaquin Phoenix, and Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price is in Two Popes, Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Leonardo DiCaprio. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Time. He was really good. I thought Brad Pitt. Did Brad Pitt get nominated Best Supporting? He did. Actually, go if you look at Best Supporting, it's like a Hall of Fame lineup. It's like Tom Hanks, Al Pacino, uh, Robert De Niro, Anthony Hopkins, Brad Pitt. Wait, and wait, Tom Hanks? Yeah. It's for, all like heavy hitters. Tom Hanks for what? Mr. Rogers, which makes no sense. He He's Mr. Title Rogers. Game. I know. Oh, did they try to sell this as the writer who was doing the profile on him? Yeah. Oh, that's sneaky. That's exactly what that they did in that movie. sneaky. See, Sandler needed Kevin Garnett to get nominated for Best Actor, and then Sandman for Best Supporting Actor. Maybe that would have uh, helped. Yeah, Brad Pitt I thought was great. I thought he was he was really good. Adam Driver, I watched, I watched the movie, depressing as hell. And if you're a dude, don't watch it with your wife. Uh, he, I thought Scarlett Johansson was spectacular in that role. Did she get nominated? She was nominated. Yeah, too, she, yeah. she was really good. It's depressing, man. I made the. My wife was watching it over the weekend. I was downstairs watching football, and I came up, and she goes, "Promise me you'll never leave me." And I go, "What are you? What? What, what are you doing?" She goes, "I just watched Marriage Story. Promise me you'll." Ne-. I said. I'm not leaving you. What happened? Oh, that's such a horrible movie. I said, oh, you didn't like it? I No, it's a good movie. It was just, oh, my God. I go, oh, okay, I'm going to go back downstairs and watch football. Yeah, see, 
I heard Adam Driver really showed his range in that movie. <laughs> I'm sure that he's he's a great actor, and, but but he it, it feels like Adam Driver plays Adam Driver. <laughs> it does. I I you know I'm sorry. Whether he's a doofus in Brooklyn or uh, like an imperial warlord or, or Patterson, or where he's a bus random, driver, or some random husband. Yeah, like you know, Joaquin Phoenix plays the Joker. He's the Joker. And, you know, he's probably going to win it. And he was he was spectacular. Yeah, Paul. Do you think that when these nominations were unveiled this morning and they're reading the names, Sandler or Sandler people are sitting there and they go, uh, and going through uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver. Oh. You hear the word. I mean, oh. that's yeah. a toughie if you're yep. listening. Yep. Yep. Yeah. By the way, Bill Polian still thinks that Adam Sandler's not that great of an actor. He's standing by it. He voted against him. Yes, McLeod. I have never heard of the Antonio Banderas movie, by the way. What is, I, I, don't, I already forgot. What I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe Puss in Boots from Shrek. I'm now, not sure. he was great in Puss in Boots. He was amazing, by the way. I totally Antonio Banderas, was. if you're going to give nomination for animation. He really was great in that. He was. Remember when he gets chunky? Oh, that's yes. so, like, a fat cat. It's so Puss cute. Puss in Boots is a great movie. It is. I'm going to put it in the great category. Antonio Banderas. Why must she love me so much? Yes, McLean. You know who got snubbed? It was supposed to be in a great movie, Aquafina. I don't know if you know. She was, she's a she's comedian. very funny. Yeah, she has a drama role about her grandmother dying. It's supposed to be amazing. She got totally dissed. Well, yeah, that story is like they don't tell her her grandma is dying. Like they all, the family goes over and lives in China. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I cried during the trailer, and she didn't get not. That's another snub. Greta Gerwig for Little Women directing. Wait, you cried? Oh, wait till you see this trailer. It's about it, her bonding with her grandmother is about to die. It's very I want to see that movie Parasite. Yeah, that's good. I saw that. But where are my screeners? I, I pl- I'm paying my dues for the Screen Actors Guild. Mm-hmm. You're not wait, getting them yet? No. Mm. Damn. I wonder if the screeners are where the Rock'em Sock'em robots are, because we can't find them, or my drumsticks from Neil Peart from uh, Rush, who just <laughs> passed away. There has to be some area here in this man cave where there's just a bunch of stuff that I'll be looking for for quite some time. Yes, McLovin? So after The Irishman came out on Netflix, Seed and I had a big debate on the show about whether it was good or not. If it wins the Oscar, does that endorse my viewpoint that it was good, or does that sort of show sort of a flaw with the Academy? <laughs> I guess it's great movie making. I just, I wasn't, I don't know. I was bored at times. I was like, okay. People hated the DH to the. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was, that was weird. What was the movie? And, and I, uh, oh, Bombshell. I went to see Bombshell. Great. They, the, like, I'm watching where you're going, Charlie's Theron is not Charlie's Theron. I mean, it's she looks just like Megan. She really does. I mean, it's crazy and sounds like her. John Lithgow is spectacular as Roger Ailes. Creepy, spectacular. Margot Robbie has the two greatest scenes in the movie. Uh, and, and I didn't go in with a, a political agenda as much as I just heard how great the acting was. Nicole Kidman is great. Um, it, it was well done. It really was. Uh because I thought, how are they going to intersperse what really happened and people? And they did a good job. Yeah, so 
A couple of phone calls here. Best and worst of the weekend. Jerry in Atlanta joins us. Hi, Jerry. What do you have for me today? Hey, Dan. Good morning, and I believe Happy New Year to you. Well, you too, Jerry. Thank you. Uh, 62210. Hey, I I know it's a little early to be following men's college basketball, but my best and worst are, are from the same two games, and my first best goes to Baylor winning at my first worst, Kansas, for the first time ever, I mean ever, at Kansas. And then my second best is Clemson winning for the first time ever at my worst, North Carolina. All righty. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, Roy Williams needs to step away for a little while here. Maybe take a week off because it, you know, he's taking these losses pretty hard. Remember he said, what, the least talented team he's had? And, but that's a reflection on him. He, he recruited these kids. And, you know, Cole Anthony's been injured, but, you know, this is not – it's not a threatening North Carolina team, and they've certainly shown that recently. Adam in Iowa joins us. Hey, Adam, what do you have for me? Morning, Dan. I uh, have a best and worst. and hoping to get a ruling out of you and the Dan. Uh, my best is a credible weekend of football, but also I to give a shout-out to college basketball. My Iowa Hawkeyes beating Maryland. Uh, the worst, not being able, able to hear Tony Romo call every football game, uh, which leads me to my ruling. I'm 31 years old. I grew up in Iowa. I've rooted for the Dallas Cowboys my entire life. I'm back in Iowa, live three hours from Kansas City. I got a two-year-old son. Is it okay for me to switch my alliance, my allegiance to the Kansas City Chiefs? Okay, you can only do it once. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, I, and listen, I know that in 30 years, they're probably not going to be good. Mahomes probably won't be playing anymore. But – Right now, it's, it's a lot of fun, and I do not want my son growing okay. up rooting for Adam, the Dallas Cowboys. If you're willing to give full name and yeah. your declaration on the air right now that you are yeah. going to rescind your Cowboys membership for for that. the betterment of your two-year-old son. Okay. The, I got stage a is, right here. the stage is yours, Adam. You may announce your allegiance to the Kansas okay. City Chiefs. I Adam Gregory Ostrike, born June 21st, 1988, and no longer rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. I am now a Kansas City Chief. All right. There you go. Thank you, Dan. All right. My son, Milo, really appreciates it. And that's how it works here. I can exonerate you. Now you can move on and be a Kansas City Chiefs fan. It's like moving to a new country, but thank you, Adam, and good luck with uh, your uh, your two-year-old. This is like Jeff in Detroit, who's a lifelong Lions fan, and I said, Jeff, just say, I, I can't do it anymore, and you get a one-time only, and that's it. Yes, Paul? My daughter Peyton asked me the exact same question. She's almost 11. She was watching a lot of football this weekend, which I like. She goes, Dad, which team should I root for? I'm like, you pick. And she goes, well, but I want to pick a team, and, and that be my team. And I go, pick whatever team you want. And I, I, and I go, she goes, I don't necessarily want to pick the Bears, even though your team might pick whatever team you want. It's your team. And I and she goes, but I want your advice. I'm like, okay. She goes, what about one of the New York teams? I'm like, oh, man. And I was like, I don't know. I go, no, I know they're close by and should be able to go to the games. She goes, the Chiefs seem fun, and they're, they're winning by a lot of points. They seem like a good team. And Mahomes, she knows who Mahomes is. She knows who Russell Wilson is. She knows who Rodgers is. She kind of likes the Packers a little bit. She likes the Seahawks a little bit. And because she was looking at the playoff teams this weekend. What would you advise her? She's 11, about to be 11. Um, I wouldn't advise. Would you tell her to pick the uniform she likes or go with an actual player or team? I, I guess if I was going to hitch my wagon, I would say Kansas City. Nice colors. 
you got a great quarterback for quite some time. Yes, Ms. Yeah, I think the local team, and you end up like this idiot to my right. You can't just pick the best team at the time. Yes, that's very reasonable and mature of Paulie. From day one, outside of uh, getting a tattoo on his forehead, I made sure my son was going to be all in on the Broncos with no choice in the matter. Then maybe you could do Patriots, Jets, or Giants. Isn't she too late to become Patriots? Yeah, you don't want to jump on that bandwagon now. Yes, he. Actually, if you just look ahead a couple of years, the Patriots are about to be in incredibly lean times. That's really where you pay your dues as a fan. So she might be able to sort of just get into that window if she could stick it out. Well, but if she wants to get in on lean years, just join the Jets because those are lean decades. Yes. Like then you're never called a front runner. Now, growing up, I was a, a, a Bengals fan when I got to Cincinnati, so I could never be called a front runner because they they were they went to two Super Bowls, but they weren't very good. It's you know these kids now where they go, there's no local allegiance with a lot of these kids. They just you know because of fantasy and like you you got favorite players, so then you end up rooting for somebody that you'd probably never get to see in person. Yes, yeah, I thought Sam Darnold was the future. He's like one of the hot young. Quarterbacks. Uh, he might be. Is that not still a thing? He, he might be. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing anymore. But I think, like, growing up in Philly, New York fans are kind of in a bad spot. Same with L.A. Like, you have to have one team and you root for four Philadelphia teams. There's no. But don't you. People don't realize the Giants, I think, have the fewest wins out of anybody over the last, what, five years? I think, except the Browns. Yeah, or like four or are five. Are they? I thought they have, like, 12 wins and the Browns have 13. Ooh. Is that right? I think it's it's like wow. Yeah. Yes, Todd. I think she goes with logos and colors. That's what you're going to be wearing forever. And if you look good and you like that team name, that's kind of what I did when I was seven, eight years old. But do you look good in orange? I think I do. I don't know. I, I just I fell. You got a lot of it. I fell in love with that Bronco logo, and uh, even before Elway came and the whole orange crush nickname. So I think she goes with whatever she thinks the uh, logo and colors are. Thank you, Todd. More phone calls coming up. We'll check in with the new head coach at Mississippi State, Mike Leach, who will join us coming up next. 21 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. 66% of men start losing hair by 35. I started on my 32nd birthday. I think I did like a self-check and noticed it. Not a good idea, but it's going to happen to all of us. Once you start noticing thinning hair, it may be too late. It's 2020. Medicine and science can help you do something about it. It's not 1885 anymore. Grab the new year by the follicles. Hims helps guys be the best version of themselves with FDA-approved products. The best part, no awkward in-person doctor visits. Answer a few quick questions online, and a licensed physician will review and determine if it's a prescription that's right for you. We highly recommend you check them out before it's too late. Don't wait five years and say, oh, I'm going to get on it now. Dive into 2020 hair first. Our listeners can get started with the first month free. Go to hymns.com slash Patrick. Seriously. Check it out. You don't want to wait five years, seven years, and then you're way past your prime, if you know what I mean. Prescription requires an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Offer valid only if prescribed. Three months minimum subscription. Additional restrictions apply. See the website for full details and important safety information. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 33120. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. 
And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Phone calls coming up. A little more rush in honor of uh, the passing of Neil Peart, their great drummer. Also have the story, looks like the mothership is going to give the mother load to Tony Romo. <laughs> they're going to put a... You're going to put an offer out there that Chris Collinsworth and Troy Aikman and I don't know if there's another analyst out there looking at this going, hmm, the price of being an NFL analyst is going to go up. So I'm sure Troy Aikman and Chris Collinsworth will be very interested in what Tony Romo is going to be offered by ESPN to uh, go to Monday Night Football. He's Mike Leach, Mississippi State head football coach, who joins us on the program. Good morning, Coach. Congratulations. Did you watch any football over the weekend? Yeah, that's what your producer just asked. Uh, no, I didn't. I uh, entertained myself with uh, my own football. I tried to – I I, I, dented, I had over 1,000 text messages. I dented that and then, uh, and then working on putting together a, a staff and uh, logistically getting things uh, – in Starkville. Will you watch the national title game? Uh, that's honestly, that's about 50, 50 also. <laughs> uh, are you, are you rooting for anybody? Are you rooting for LSU since they're in the sec or Clemson? Because they're like, not, you know, I want to see, I, I like a good game. I mean, if I watch it in particular, I want a good game. That's kind of dynamic. Um, you know, where there's some, Action up and down the field. In other words, uh, good offense. Uh, um, I don't like those rollover ones. And, and also, I don't. I would prefer it's not just kind of a pitching duel type of deal. I'd, I'd like to see some uh, some sparks fly and some uh, you know some dynamic plays. So I guess uh, from that standpoint, very uh, kind of regular fan like. But uh, I'm not partial to either team really. When you look at offenses now, like what's the next? And you've been on at the forefront of offensive innovation here. What do you think's next when it comes to offense, whether college or the NFL? Um, well, definitely something will be next because, um, you know, stuff, uh, stuff goes in uh, cycles a little bit. I mean, it's a combination of people invent new things. Um, but also something that um, worked good. Like, like for example, the wishbone, people put that on the shelf a little bit. Nobody's really stopped it, but, um, you know, it's sort of out of style more than anything. And, um, and, it's, and, and it is a dynamic offense, I think. But um, so I, I, I think there's a, there'll be elements of that. That's hard for me to predict, but I also think uh, – Certainly, that some of these uh, air raid concepts that are permeating the NFL and other leagues, I think uh, I think you'll see um, it polish up. I think you'll see people kind of put their own uh, brand on it a little bit, and then uh, I also think you'll see. Um, um, and there's been some of this, you know. Um, you know, Oregon did some of this for a while. Um, 
uh, when uh, oh, like when Rich Rodriguez was at uh, Arizona and uh, well, Clemson first. Um, there was some of it uh, where people start spreading out to run it, and um, you know, just as far as uh, use as much of the field as they can, but to run it. Yeah, I think that I I still maintain you got to be able to run the football when it comes to certainly NFL playoffs. You know, this time of the year, given the weather conditions and just being able to keep these offenses off the field, like what the Titans are do, doing now. It, it's not for everybody because not everybody has a Derrick Henry, but I still believe that I might not be able to match Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, but I'm going to make you try to, you know, stop my offense as well. And, you know, I, I like the chess match there. I think a lot of these offensive coordinators, head coaches, are probably going, hey, we're going to air it out, like Golden State in basketball. Hey, we'll just do what they're doing. And not everybody can do it at that high of a level. What do you think of that philosophy? I think it's pretty much true. I don't think it's partial to running or throwing. I think you got to be able to control the football, though. I mean, like, um, you know, the – you know the West Coast offense, which was really popular for a while. I think I think you have to. Um, they threw it most of the time, but I think you do have to. You know, um, when it comes to controlling the football, first downs and third down conversions are the important thing. Uh, most people don't realize this, but I've led the nation in uh, time of possession before, which I took virtually no pleasure in whatsoever <laughs> or distinction. Um, but, I mean, the most important thing of all is points. The greatest form of ball control in the world is points. Um, and anybody that doesn't believe that, um, and there are those that don't, and those that, that don't believe that are idiots, um, which is, uh, uh, I mean, nobody's going to give up points. So, so you score seven points, say, in one play. And, and, and the guy on the other sideline would agree to this, too. In nearly every situation, I can't think of any he wouldn't. Where you go, hey, look, you know, I was trying to control the ball there. You know, uh, I know you've been there and tried to do that. Hey, what do you say? Um, we take the points off the board and we just go ahead and put the ball on the 50 yard line. Would that be okay? I mean, he'd let you every time. Um, because, you know, with points, you get um, uh, not only um, do you get the, 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 the points, you also get the amount of time it takes the other guy to match those points. And then uh, you're going to get the ball again and can keep it, uh, you know, do what you can to keep it as long as possible. But with that said, overall, I think uh, um, you want to, you want to um, first downs, uh, third down conversions and uh, uh, most plays. That's what you, you're really dominating somebody if you have the most plays and, and uh, most first downs and, and good third down conversions. Although nobody's going to race the points on the board, nor should they. He's Mike Leach, the new head coach at Mississippi State. You taught a class at Washington State, uh, insurgent warfare and football. Is that right? Yeah, that was pretty fun. Are you going to do that at Mississippi State? I haven't crossed that bridge just yet. Um, it would be fun to do. Um, we did it during spring, you know, because uh, with recruiting and all that, you got to make sure I'm in town. So, so we actually did it during spring football, and uh, we do it every Wednesday. But had just fantastic guests. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd leave every, um, you know, my portion. That was easy enough because I'd already watched a bunch of film that day, and then, um, you know, but uh, 
you know, had one guy, uh, Mike Bumgartner, uh, who was a state senator there in Washington. Um, he would describe, uh, you know, what insurgent warfare is. And then I'd, you know, illustrate it uh, with uh, some football uh, examples, like, you know, we're trying to protect this, we've got to attack that, uh, you know, but look out for that, and, you know, just kind of how it would go. And then we, our, our guest speakers were just outstanding. Um, we had uh, Jack Thompson, the former, uh, the throwing Samoan yeah. quarterback from Washington State. He talked, gave a great talk. Uh, we had a, a, a guy from Homeland Security that was instrumental in, uh, in busting the shoe bomber and the Boston Marathon bombers. Uh, guys that had been to Afghanistan and Iraq. We had a Air Force survival specialist. So, You'd leave these, this deal with more questions and answers, you know, I mean, because it was really fascinating stuff. And I, we were lucky that we got to host these guys. So um, after class, we could ask them a variety of questions and and uh, learn more about their lives. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was very mentally stimulating as far as uh, what you heard, what you learned, and then uh, – and as soon as they left, of course, I thought up 20 questions I wished I'd asked, you know. Have you uh, gone to Little Dewey's Barbecue? I haven't heard about it. Uh, they talked about, you know, the broadcasters on uh, TV going there and that uh, that it was big time, and I look forward to doing that. Uh, can you give me the timeline here? How quickly did this happen with Mississippi State? Because it felt like the Giants now reportedly said Joe Judge was probably going to go to Mississippi State, or at least that's what we hear, and then the Giants swooped in and then decided to make him their next head coach. And then how did that play out time-wise for you? I think that's pretty accurate. Um, like, uh, <clears throat> um, somewhere between minutes and hours, you know. Uh, it, it was pretty fast. I mean, wait. So they call him and they offer him the job, and then you get a call. I, I don't know on that. I don't know on his part, but um, I do know that they they called me up and they said, uh, uh, "Hey, uh, we'd like to uh, we'd like to to fly in there and talk to you." I said, "All right. Uh, when are you thinking?" He says this afternoon. <laughs> I go this afternoon. He goes, yeah, we got a plan. We can drop in there. We're, you know, and that's pretty much what happened. And then, um, then a day went by, and they flew in again. So yeah, it, it, it was quite sudden. It was, uh, you know, uh, uh, a lot of meetings and long meetings out on the deck in Key West. And uh, when you're on the private plane to go into Mississippi State, Starkville, did they teach you about the cowbell, or were you well aware of the cowbell? Well, I was well aware of the cowbell. There's some distinctions on the cowbell that are very important. Um, one is you can't uh, buy your own cowbell. It has to be given to you. Um, and then um, uh, the second thing is, is when you shake the cowbell, it's very important to hold it over your head uh, to get the most uh, – uh, noise out of that cowbell because after all that's the point and then um, so with a, a, a few uh, brief instructions uh, on the plane uh, I came off that plane ringing the cowbell 
Well, it should be fun. You and Lane Kiffin in the SEC to go along with all the other characters there. But, uh, I look forward to it, and uh, we appreciate your time, and congratulations again, Coach. Well, he's a fun guy, and it sure seems like a conference where everybody loves everybody, and <laughs> and you know, and I'm a friendly guy, so we'll see how it goes, you know. Thank you, Coach. That's uh, Mike Leach. He's the new head coach at Mississippi State. Uh, this program brought to you by Mercedes AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way. The all-new GT four-door coupe. Because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you missed any of the celebrity interviews from any week here in the Mercedes AMG Man Cave, go to the Dan Patrick Show app. Watch and listen from inside Mercedes AMG Man Cave. Mercedes AMG driving performance. Your phone calls. We'll talk about that Tony Romo offer that appears to be on the table from ESPN for him to leave Jim Nance and CBS and go to Monday Night Football. And we'll give you our best and worst of the weekend right after this. If you're looking to add some excitement, make BetDSI.com your betting partner. Use BetDSI's live betting platform where you can watch all the events and even bet all the games until the final whistle. New members get a 100% bonus match using promo code DP101. That's double your money to start winning today. Why choose BetDSI? BetDSI has been paying winners for 20 years and is top rated on betting review sites. Use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash this week. BetDSI has a user-friendly interface and mobile site and has the fastest payouts in the industry. Simply play, win, and get paid. BetDSI offers betting options for everything. Bet on NFL, NBA, NHL, boxing, and all other major sports, politics, reality TV, esports, virtually everything. Try live betting at BetDSI, where you can bet on games from start to finish, every play, and every minute until the end. New members get a 100% bonus match using promo code DP101. That's double your money to start winning today. Once again, go to BetDSI and use promo code DP101 and get this limited time 100% bonus offer to make some extra cash. It's only a game until you bet it. Bet DSI. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. Five Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. I asked, how many times has Aaron Rodgers been a seven-point underdog or more in his career? Three times. 2015, Packers at the Seahawks, eight-and-a-half-point underdog. That was a loss, but he did cover. Packers at the Rams, that was 2018, seven-and-a-half points. That's a loss, dog. 
but he covered. Packers at the Cardinals in 2016, seven-point underdog. Green Bay lost. They covered. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. And Aaron Rodgers has a seven-point underdog with the Packers going out to uh, San Francisco. All right, uh, best and worst of the weekend. Let's get that out of the way, and then we'll talk about the uh, report that ESPN is preparing historic offer for Tony Romo and why this might be a bad idea. Fritzy, I'll start with you. I went all running backs for best and worst of the weekend. Best Derrick Henry rushing for 195 yards, throws a touchdown pass Saturday night in Baltimore. Three straight games with 180 or more rushing yards. 561 yards in his first four postseason games, 377 total yards over the last two playoff games. Worst, Dalvin Cook on the other end, nine mm-hmm. carries, 18 mm-hmm. yards for the Vikings in Santa Clara. Minnesota shut out by the Niners in the entire second half. McLovin. Uh, best is the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs Stadium ran out of fireworks because they scored too many touchdowns. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you had the headline, Chiefs run out of fireworks, that could be very deceiving. Yes, it would be. fireworks. Yes. Uh, my worst is that they flagged Xavier Clowney three times on Sunday, and they flagged him. Uh, they didn't flag him last weekend when he speared Carson Wentz. I'm still mad about it. Seton uh, O'Connor, best and worst of the weekend. My best of the weekend is Marshawn Lynch dropping just knowledge in his postgame press conference, really only as he can, too. Can you hit that? Look, I'll say like this, though, right? It's a vulnerable time for a lot of these young dudes, you feel me? They don't be taking care of their chicken right, you feel me? So if it was me or if I had an opportunity to let these little young sahibs know something, I say take care of y'all money, African, because that don't last forever. Now, I done been on the other side of a retirement, and it's good when you get over there and you can do what you want to. So I tell y'all right now while y'all in it, take care of y'all bread. So when y'all done, you go ahead and take care of yourself. Is that an ice cube? Felt like take, it could have been. Take care of yourself. Don't spend all your money. Yeah. Retirement's good if you got the dough. <laughs> That's great. It's sound financial advice. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, my worst of the weekend is actually the Hall of Fame announcements and sort of the way that they did them. I get that they made for really good TV moments, mm-hmm. but I feel like those are more personal, and you shouldn't take those moments from the people that earned them. Like Jimmy Johnson didn't have any control over that TV took it from them. And Bill Cowher. And Bill Cowher. They took those moments from those guys, and they earned them. And they, well, they should have been allowed to keep them. But they did bring Cowher's family, at least one of his daughters, to the to the CBS set. I, I felt bad for Cowher in that moment. Granted, it's the Hall of Fame, but I felt bad for him. Uh, just because I think he was really uncomfortable. Sort of like I was last week when I got the call that I was going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Paul. Uh, best of the week, I'm going to go Chiefs safety Daniel Sorensen on the fake punt by the uh, Texans. He kind of snuck over and made a great play, yeah. and that opened the door for the Chiefs to go on the run. Again, worst of the weekend, uh, Neil Peart, the, lead, uh, the drummer from Rush, passing away at 67. Uh, really fantastic, obviously, drummer. It kind of reminds me, I guess, in a way – it's like when Thurman Munson passed away for the Yankees. He wasn't the most vocal guy. He wasn't you know, the most well-known guy in rock and roll, but he was the, uh, the leader of a band at the drumming position. Uh, according to front office sports Mike McCarthy, ESPN is preparing to offer Tony Romo 
what would be somewhere between 10 and $14 million a year. He is currently finishing up his final year with CBS, pays him uh, $4 million a year, and CBS has the right to match the ESPN offer. And John Gruden made $6 million from ESPN for Monday Night Football. John Madden made $8 million back in the 90s. Uh, Tony Romo, would he go? I, I, okay, how many times do you watch a game that you wouldn't normally watch because of who's broadcasting it? Right? Yeah, see. If it's a game that you're – if there's two games going on at the same time, now I get Monday Night Football, obviously that's not possible. Yeah. But on Sunday that happens a lot. And if I know Nance and Romo are doing one game and there's somebody else doing the other, I'll probably go with that one. But chances are that's the number one game. You, right. You put your best people – Monday Night Football is standalone. Right. You're not competing with any other sporting event. I, I mean, Tony Romo's done a great job. Uh, I sing his praises, you know, repeatedly. I just – he's not going to make me tune in to watch Monday Night Football. I might enjoy Monday Night Football more if he's calling it. Are they keeping Joe Tessitore in there as well as the voice? I'd be curious about that. Yes, Paul. I, I agree with you. I'm not watching a minute more or less of the game. I may have a different enjoyment. It seems more of a branding play for ESPN. He's the hottest guy. He's the biggest guy. We'll have him to take him away and maybe to hurt other networks. But remember, they're not getting Nance with them. And that's a big difference. Jim Nance is so underrated for what he allows Romo to do and keeps him in line barely. Uh, they are a package deal. And Romo will be very good with another guy. But Jim Nance is as much as important to that relationship as anybody. Yeah, I agree. I've said that. Nance has an, a harder job because of Romo's style. It, it's like a, a bucking Bronco, and, Nan, and Nance keeps him just enough in line to be entertaining without being annoying. Yeah, I I mean, if they want to spend that money on Monday Night Football, I mean, eventually they have to get it right. You know, it's a big property, but they, they have to – they've tried a lot of different people, a lot of different styles. They had, you know, Tony Kornheiser in there. Like, you know, they Gruden and Tarico worked. That was, that was great TV. It's just sometimes you overthink it, and maybe you're going to overpay for it. But if you want Tony Romo and that gives you instant credibility – you got to have a play-by-play guy who can keep up with Tony and sort of – because Tony will take you up right to the play, and then Jim has to call the action. Jim has to kind of collect the particles when Tony's done. And while it's great for us and you enjoy it, what what Nance does is not easy to do. Yeah, Paul. I will say one thing, though. Look what NBC did years ago. They got Collinsworth. They got you. They got Costas. They got Al Michaels. And they bought all you guys. They acquired all you guys. And they made Sunday Night Football feel really big and really important. And the ratings bore out. It, was, it still is the biggest show in football. And because they added all you important broadcasters to make it a full-feeling broadcast. Well, that's just the report out there with Tony Romo. And CBS can still match that offer. But uh, I'm guessing Chris Collinsworth is going to keep an eye on that contract. And Troy Aikman will as well. They're probably going, you go, Tony. You go, boy. Get out there and get that cash. How much did Tony, what's the most he made in one year with the Cowboys? He might make more as a broad. Well, same with Gruden. Although Gruden now is making a ton of money. Yeah, Paul. You're going to love this. The most Tony Romo made ever in one season as a Cowboys quarterback, $8.5 million, Dan. Going to make more than that this next contract. Per year. 
All right, I'll give you my national title pick coming up top of the hour. David Pollock from the Mothership, their college football analyst, will join us from New Orleans. It's Clemson's Tigers and LSU's Tigers in Louisiana. National title game. Also, the 49ers defensive lineman DeForest Buckner will join us coming up as well. Final hour coming up. Hey, what's happening, man? It's Chip T.I. Harris. Come check me out, man. Join me on my new podcast called Expeditionally. Exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, every week I'm going to be talking to people who move the culture forward, who are shaping and changing the world in their own way. You're going to hear some sh- that will change your life and move the needle in your world. Expeditionally is exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, what I need you to do is download and subscribe to Expeditionally with a new episode dropping every Thursday. Do it expeditiously. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and could transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. 